0: December the 12th, 2023, 1 Samuel chapter 12, serve the Lord, glory hallelujah, thank you Father God for your word this morning, you indeed are an awesome God, grace and peace my brothers and sisters, my name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is faithful and just, with all things being relational family, it's a fantabulous Tuesday morning. And Father God, we just thank you. I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity you've given me, Father God, to prepare my mind, my heart. You prepare my soul. You prepare my flesh, my body, all that I am, Lord God. You prepare for me to receive this day my daily bread. The word from you, Lord God, enriches my life, my soul. gives me sight and insight. It gives me encouragement, Lord God, and I just thank you. Thank you that indeed you are my hope, you are my truth, you're my light in my life, and I love you, Father God. In the precious name of your Son, Jesus, I pray. Thank you. Glory, hallelujah. And family, indeed, I thank you on today. Thank you for another day, another morning or afternoon or evening, whatever time of day it is for you, that you are reading the Word of God, you're spending time with God, and you're allowing me to be in that space. It's an honor and a privilege. Indeed, I do not take it lightly. We are continuing in the book of Samuel, first book of Samuel, we're in chapter 12, and it's my hope and my prayer that God is truly blessing you that he's opening your eyes to see where you are in the story, where is your relationship with him in the story and in the story of your current season. Yesterday, we spoke of the first victory under Saul as king and ended the commentary of how Samuel had not forgotten that Israel rejected God as king and the impact that has. Today, we ask Holy Spirit, Lead us and guide us as we embrace this day our daily bread. 1 Samuel chapter 12, Serve the Lord. And Samuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have obeyed your voice in all that you have said to me, and have had made you a king over you. And now, behold, the king walks before you, and I am old and gray, and behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. Here I am, testify against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Or whose donkey have I taken? Or whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Or from whose hand have I taken a bribe to blind my eyes with it? testify against me and i will restore it to you they said you have not defrauded us or oppressed us or taken anything from any man's hand and he said to them the lord is witness against you and his anointed is witness this day that you have not found anything in my hand and they said he is witness and samuel said to the people the lord is witness who appointed moses and aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may plead with you before the Lord concerning all the righteous deeds of the Lord, that he performed for you and for your fathers. When Jacob went into Egypt, and the Egyptians oppressed them, then your fathers cried out to the Lord, and the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt, and made them dwell in this place. But they forgot the Lord their God, And he sold them into the hand of Sisera, commander of the army of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab. And they fought against them. And they cried out to the Lord and said, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord, and have served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, that we may serve you. And the Lord sent Jerubabal and Barak, and Jephthah, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in safety. And when you saw that Nahash, the king of the Amorites, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. And now behold the king whom you have chosen, for whom you have asked, Behold, the Lord has set a king over you. If you will fear the Lord and serve Him, and obey His voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, and if both you and the King who reigns over you will follow the Lord your God, it will be well. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your King. Now therefore, stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Is it not wheat harvest today? I will call upon the Lord, that he may send thunder and rain. And you shall know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord, in asking for yourselves a king. So Samuel called upon the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day. And all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord your God, that we may not die, for we have added to all our sins this evil, to ask for ourselves a king. And Samuel said to the people, Do not be afraid, you have done all this evil, yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And do not turn aside after empty things that cannot profit or deliver, for they are empty. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you, and I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord, and serve him faithfully with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. But if you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, Both you and your king. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. Serve the Lord. You know, family, it is not certain whether the first 15 verses of this speech belongs to the same context as the end of chapter 11 on yesterday, namely the assembly at Gilgal, or to a later national assembly towards the end of Samuel's life. In some ways, the speech reads like a farewell, but the brief introduction to it in verse 1 gives us no clue. In any case, the speech comes appropriately at this point, actually. The biblical writer places it here to provide the reader with an opportunity for reflection before beginning the story of the monarchy. Chapter 11 on yesterday had ended on a note of joy and excitement as the Israelites celebrated one victory and looked forward confidently to future victories over the Philistines. They now had a king and one who had already proved himself a capable soldier, so they had a strong sense of well-being. However, Samuel's speech analyzed the present situation and explored the past in order to provide guidance for the future. The speech makes it clear that the future did not depend on the existence of a king nor on his abilities, but on the will of God. God's will in turn would depend on their loyalty to him. For us, what we have is a picture of the people, their character, their character towards God and God's character towards them. This in turn points a picture for me that God's will in my life is what is to be dominant. It is not for me to place any blame or any responsibility for my life in the hands of others because my life is in God's hands as I choose to yield my life to him. What picture are you seeing? Where is the word positioning you, your family, your community? And how is God revealed to you? In the season of your life, serve the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, it is my intention to lean into you daily, all throughout the day, to focus on what pleases you, the desires of your heart, praying that my desires are one and the same. I am often questioned in my mind of what picture to see in front of me when I encounter each situation in my life. And my passion is to lean into your word, your character, the Holy Spirit, and have my actions convey your will. I pray the same for my family members, Father God. Also for my brothers and sisters in Christ and their family members. And Father, For those who do not know you as Abba. For those who have not yet yielded to the Holy Spirit and confessed your Son, Jesus, as Lord. I pray their soul in your hand. That you would convict their heart. Touch them right now in their situation. For them to call out to you for the forgiveness of their sin. That they may turn from their ways and the ways of the world. And turn to, to you that you may change their lives for eternity. You are able, Lord God, for with you all things are possible. I place these requests before you in the mighty and majestic name of your son, Jesus. And I give you all the honor, all the praise and all the glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be encouraged on today. It's Tuesday morning, it's the last week of my school and get a nice little winter vacation for about three to four weeks and perhaps I can visit my Tuesday night prayer group. I hope to be able to do that, hopefully, God willing, and be able to do some things that just, or maybe just relax. But for you, my friends, my family, let the Lord bless you. Do whatever it is you need to do to be forever in His presence, hearing what the Holy Spirit is doing with you in the moment that you may be a witness, a light unto the Lord our God. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, we know that oftentimes you hear the Word of God and the words are not clear in your mind and in your heart, and it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sins, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community. Let us come alongside you and do life. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, glory, hallelujah.